Hello, my fellow nerds, and welcome back to the Last Nerds on Earth podcast. I'm Mike, your host this week. I also play Oliver Blackthorn, the faceless halfling rogue. We last left our heroes on a search for passage from Luskin to Waterdeep. Carly struck a deal at the stables in the form of discount horses, yet Rain found a better one when he met Lady Bianca, who offered free passage to Waterdeep in exchange for the party to stand security duty on her ship. Allegrax bought some whiskey, and Oliver got all quiet for some mysterious reason. Will we safely make it to Waterdeep? Lady Bianca is the captain of the ship, but does that make it safe to assume that she can be trusted? You might find the answers to these questions and many more on this week's episode of Last Nards on Earth presents The Five Crystals, a D&D adventure. Let's get down into it. So, where we last left our heroes, they were just about to step on board a boat that they had chartered. Before that, we had come to the city of Luskin, come back to it i should say because they had accomplished a goal they had saved a little girl from being kidnapped by a doppelganger and they received word that their mentor would like to talk to them so they came back and they had a bit of fun in the evening where they did some karaoke or or played a song i listened to it a lot today oh my god bless your soul Now you know my pain. Um, (laughs) And then after that, you guys sort of asked around, figuring out the best way to get down to Waterdeep, where your mentor Francois was sending you. And you guys ultimately decided to take passage aboard a ship that you had discovered down at the docks. And the captain, Lady Bianca, and her uh, first mate, who is standing next to her, who the fuck is that? I'll kill you. Now I have to do the intro all over again. No, I'm just kidding. You met Lady Bianca who had a ship and she was willing to grant you passage if you guys would pull security for her, seeing as how she had lost several of her men due to a virus or plague. You didn't really ask. So that's sort of where we join you guys mid-afternoon in the city of Luskin. And as you're about to step aboard, you look around and you notice Rowan is not stepping on board with you. You look back over your shoulder and she is in deep conversation with two people that you have not seen before. And you guys are sort of halfway up the gangplank and just sort of watching and she looks up at you, gives a wave, and disappears into the city with these two people. Well, I guess we lost her then. I guess she's not coming along. Where'd she go? It's best not to ask questions. Alright, well, I, oh, we didn't get to say goodbye. Go, goodbye! Goodbye! She probably wouldn't have heard us anyway. She didn't hear you at all, no. Then we meet again. Alright, so. Alright, here we go. Uh, you guys turn and make your way up the gangplank. And you can see the crew is just about finished loading. And there are a few people who look a little bit out of place. And you can probably guess just by looking at them that they're also passengers aboard the ship. But just from the look of them, they're probably not security detail. You can see a rather skinny gentleman. He's a human male and his brown hair is slowly turning gray and he wears a white tabard with a gold trim around it. There's also two half elves, a little bit on in their years, you'd probably say middle-aged, at least for elves, that look like they have very fine clothing on and they're sort of looking about with, you know, noses turned up a little bit here and there. And then you see a very short blonde-haired gnome who is sort of standing out of the way. Everybody's sort of off to the right, awaiting orders from the captain or her first mate, the Goliath that you ran into. And he's sort of standing behind everybody else and, you know, he's, he's dressed in clothes meant for travel, meant for going around. So more function than form. So you guys sort of step onto the deck and the rest of the crew is milling about just sort of getting things ready to go and just, you know, battening the hatches as it were. Seems like a well-run ship. Yeah, I, I like the people here. Say, so do those uh, pointing, you know, kind of 
gesturing discreetly over to the snooty people. They seem uh, interesting to you. I'm gonna meet them. I walk over to him. Huh. Hello. How are you? The female sort of like or the lady just looks over at you, just <laughs> and then sort of turns away as if she doesn't want to talk to you. And the 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 gentleman looks at you and he's like, mm, "Yes, hello." Mm. Yes. Hello. Uh, she. I think she sneezed. Is she okay? He sort of looks at you a little little quizzically, like sneeze. I don't know. And he goes, mm, "No, she's 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 fine. How are you today? How are you doing?" Yes. I'm doing great. I got to pull a prank last night, and mm, we're, yes. we're going to where we need to go. Yes, good. We're, yes, okay. we're going to protect you. All right. Oh, 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 are you? Oh. <laughs> he, like, laughs through his teeth. <laughs> yes. Well, well, good. Okay. That's nice. Thank you. Well, you should meet my friends. Hey, uh... Oh, no, that's... The, hey. No, that's that's quite all right. No, I'm oh. sure... I'll, I'll meet them later, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yes, and he's, he sort of turns away a little bit. Noticing this, I'm going to walk over. I'm going to say, you wouldn't happen to be laughing at my friend here, would you? Oh, my, no. Oh, <laughs> no. No, just... Mm, that's just me. <laughs> okay, thank you. No, he he's not laughing. He's actually very nice. That's right. You heard him yourself. Very nice. Now, if you'll excuse us, we're sort of trying to get settled in. Thank you, though. <laughs> Enjoy your trip. You do the same. Thank you, man. <laughs> do these people look uh, to be nobility or just kind of snooty? Roll me a investigation check. I'd Thanks. also like to roll an investigation check on these guys. Sure, yeah. Let me know. Allegrax first, and then we'll do rain. It's a 19. Okay. And then Rain, go ahead. I got a 13. Okay. So it's, it's. I mean, you guys are sort of standing out there, bright sunlight, whatever. You guys are sort of looking over these two characters, and you notice that they do have very fine clothing on, but as you sort of look a little bit deeper into it and sort of really go over, you notice that it's a little bit more worn than somebody who's, who is a higher up would, might let it get. So they have very, very nice clothing. It's just it's a little bit more like... You know how, like, jeans will fade a little bit? Like, still good jeans, but they're just a little bit faded. That's sort of what their clothes are looking like. They do have... Let me see. So she's carrying a, a suitcase with both hands right in front of her, sort of down. And the guy is... He has a couple of bags. He has, like, a small backpack on and then one or two other bags with him that are a very nice design. I would like to turn over to Allegrax so they can't hear me. I mean, they're, oh, they no, are standing right there. Do you, you want to sort of maybe well, take a few steps? Yeah. Hey, okay. hey, hey, Allegrax. And then let, let, let's walk off a little bit so they can't hear. Yeah. Hey, uh, they're, they're kind of mean. Uh, and I know that. But you'd be surprised what people tell you if they think you're really stupid. <laughs> I believe that, Andrew. We're not, and though. I, I, I just they give us any trouble, it. I have a certain way with the nobility. Oh, you told me about it. If you look at the state of their clothing, I hardly believe there are any nobles worth the salt. Let's just leave them alone for now, and if they raise trouble, then they'll have me to answer to. Alright, but but I should talk to them first because they might give me some information. If you say so. I just well, I'm pretty good I at just that. give the uh I just give the lady elf uh, my most charming smile and a wink. <laughs> Alright, she sort of she sort of looks at you like hmm, yeah, hmm, yeah. Barely taking notice of you. As you guys are sort of moving on and, and, and getting sort of acquainted with each other, Lady Bianca comes up the gangplank and she's like, Right, right, that's about it. Let's go, let's go. Load them up, load them up, let's go. She is the last aboard as they pull the gangplank up and the sails get sort of tightened up and you can feel the anchor being pulled up as the boat sort of sways a little bit and they guide the boat from the harbor out into the sea and lady bianca comes up and she is followed by her goliath right hand and she says right right listen up this is what's going to happen i'm going to show you guys to your rooms you four have two rooms so pick out who wants to be with you we'll get you figured out there the rest of you all have your own individual rooms i'll show you where they are chop chop let's go and so without missing a beat or even really waiting for you guys she starts to head towards the back of the ship which houses a large cabin and also has a set of stairs that lead down beneath the deck 
And so you see the two the two half elves sort of like quickly grab their stuff. The male human he is just right behind her, already ready to go. And then the male gnome sort of squeaks a little bit, ah! and then grabs his stuff quickly and, and follows along as well. Well, for the sake of all of our sanity, I reckon that Carly and I shouldn't be in the same room. <laughs> Why? Why? I think we make a really good team. Oh, a fantastic team. It's just the combined amazingness of our prowess is just too much. Oh, well, I think you got a point. Oh. I, th I, think, oh. I think we do need to split it up a little bit, don't we? Indeed, quite. <laughs> so, let's say, uh, myself and Oliver. Yeah, sounds good to me. Oh, Rain. All right, let's do this. Good luck, Rain. Let's go check out our quarters. All right, so well, he doesn't need luck. Okay. He's got he's got me. Right. <laughs> Just sort of giggle to myself and keep walking. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna once I set my stuff in my room, so this isn't going to be a short trip. I'm gonna spend every spare moment I have working with the sailors. I'm gonna try to learn some sailing. I'm gonna be stuck in a boat. I might as well learn something. All right. As you guys, uh, you guys are led down the steps below deck, and by the time you get down there, Bianca's already put the half elves in their room, the gnome and the human in their individual rooms. So there are two rooms left: one on the left and one on the right. Who's going into where? I'll just sort of follow Allegrax on that. Let's go left. Uh, I'll go right. Left. All right. I, uh, so raining left as well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> So I turn him around and push him into the right room. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Rain, as you walk into your room, a small shadow flies at you from the side and lands basically on your head, and you hear a high-pitched squeal. I got him! I got him! I got him! I got him! Like, is it is it a real threat or is it it's like basically a it's it's blinded thing? you and you can't really see. I'm just gonna reach up and grab it by right. whatever amount of the scruff and like yank it off. Make a dexterity check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. With success, this little thing is just sort of scrambling all over your face, and you can't really figure out what's going on. And so you you reach up with both hands and you sort of grab what feel like arms, and you pull off. And in your hands is this squirming, writhing, tiny little uh, half orc child, and she is just screaming at you. Let me go! Let me go! Let me get you! Let me go! Let me go! Let me go! Like. Grab her by like the scruff of her collar of her shirt, just physically carry her out. Upon leaving the room, you notice that pretty much charging down the hallway is the Goliath with the dark green, light green hat and the red and yellow pants, and he's almost streaking straight for you, and he pulls up very short right in front of you, and Hold he put <laughs> he puts his hand out and he says, Drop. He he looks at this tiny now fuming little half-orc child sitting in his hand and he goes philly she goes it's not my fault it's not my fault i did a good job i got him i got him but he ain't got me it's not fair it's not my fault and he just looks at her and he goes philly and she stops and she gets really huffy and then she climbs down and she goes over to you and she's like i'm sorry and you go down and i go in the future here's a hand don't yell I got him when you get him. Just get him. <laughs> she gets a big grin on her face and she goes, Okay! And then sprints and runs off and goes up the stairs onto the deck of the boat. And the uh, Goliath looks at you and he goes, Okay. And then walks away. <laughs> what a nice job. Okay. Nice guy. I like him. Very direct. <laughs> to the point. So basically... The way I'm going to do this, I'm just going to describe stuff. And if you guys want to stop and do something, that's fine. This is sort of travel mode for you guys. But yeah, if there's something specific you want to do, like hang out with the crew and everything and sort of learn stuff, that's fine. That's what I want to do. I want to hang out with the crew, learn some sailing. If I'm going to be stuck on this boat, you know, I might as well make most of my time. Gotcha. So, I think I want to talk to the elves again as much as possible and then meet that blonde-haired gnome. Okay. Um, so keep an eye on the elves. Yeah, same. I don't really trust them. Wow. Somebody's snooty, and all of a sudden you guys are ready for bare no, teeth. All of her snooty people. <laughs> Good to know. I actually, I actually, for the most part, try to avoid the elves on the off chance that they might know my character's name. Just in case. 
Okay, okay. Gotcha. So you guys are going to go ahead and set your stuff down and then head up to the top. And as you sort of come out of the darkness into the sunshine, you notice most of the other passengers are still in their rooms, except for the blonde-haired gnome, who is closer to the bow, sort of watching as the ship comes out of the harbor and works around the other ships. And there's other larger and smaller vessels coming on either side and going and he's just sort of sitting out there and watching the ship. Most of the rest of the crew are, you know, they're pulling ropes and they're, you know, doing ship type stuff. I'm not a seaman, but you can imagine. <laughs> Lady Bianca is up by the, the what is the drivey thing of a boat? The helm? The wheel? The helm is a helm? spaceship. I'll take no. wheel. No, it's, it's, it's also, really... also the helm. I don't think so. I've never heard She's it called that before. A tiller Jack. or wheel and any associated Jack. equipment for steering a ship or boat. Damn it. All right. So she's up by Jack. the helm. What? I was in the Navy. Barely. Just for four years. So anyway, she's up by the She's up by the helm wheel. <laughs> the wheel helm. Oh, wheel helm. That's funny. The steery place. Just sort of, she's next to just the driver and sort of, you know, not really telling him what to do. He looks like he knows what he's doing. She's just keeping an eye out, calling out orders every once in a while, like, string that up. You know, stuff like that. Stuff captains would say. Once again, not a captain. You notice the Goliath who had left earlier is sort of working with some of the crew, you know, sort of if they're having trouble with stuff. He's this massive seven foot tall guy so he's you know picking up heavy stuff and do and, and throwing rope around and everything and the tiny little half orc girl is basically glued to him she's right by him the entire time just sort of hanging out talking to him just non-stop her mouth is just running constantly and he barely says more than a word while he's doing this so what do you guys want to do well i'm gonna walk up to that blonde gnome and introduce myself yeah. He's up at the bow. He's off to the, he's on the right side of the bow. So you can, yeah, walk up to him. You walk up to him and sort of do your thing. Hello. Ah. Hello. Uh, hello. hello. I, I'm Carly. Oh, nice to meet you. My name's Pirate Ellistine. Pirate Uh, It's Pirate Ellistine. Pirate Ellistine. Nice to meet you, Pirate Ellistine. You can just call me Perry if you want to. All right, Perry, that's way better. I could say that really quickly. Yeah, I could. I could tell. Yeah. So, uh, where are you going? You, you going to Waterdeep? Ah, uh, yep. Everybody's headed to Waterdeep. That's where I'm going. Well, you know, not stopping at Waterdeep, really. Just sort of, you know, what? Stopping for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm stopping, but I'm not staying. Uh, you know, headed off to to Neverwinter after that. So. Oh, uh, where are you going there? Anything special? Uh, 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 just family. Oh, how big is your family? I, I only have a small family. Me too. Yeah, small family. Yeah, just, uh, just you know, my, my daughter and me. Yep. Oh, is your daughter here? Or, or is she over there? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, she's down at, uh, down at Waterdeep. I mean, never winter. I mean, never deep. I mean, Waterdinter. I mean, uh, she's down at, uh, never winter. There she, yeah, she's at never winter. Oh, well, uh. <laughs> I learned from people a long time ago. If you're gonna if you're gonna make something up, you better make it just great. And I like stories, so you can make up whatever you want. And I'll like it. What? What? Oh, what do you What do you mean? I just well, got confused know, I... of Waterdeep and Neverwinter. I got a little flustered. I'm not used to talking to people for so long. Oh well, uh, you seem pretty nice. I thought you talked to people all the time. No, no, just only when they talk to me. And usually they don't talk too long. Usually just. Get out of the way, or watch out, or do that, or, you know. My mom's a gnome, I, I know. I know how that is. He takes a good long look at you. Just a good long look. Yeah, my, my mom, she she was a nice lady, and she seduced the genie. It was, it was hilarious. And and now, here I am. Well, I see you're right about making stuff up. That is, yep, you gotta be good about it. And that's good stuff right there, for sure, yep. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good story if I made it up. Oh my god, this makes so much sense. Y yep. All right. Okay. Um, All right. Well. Yeah. I, I hope I yeah, see you sure. again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably. Well, you know, it's two weeks to what a what a winter. So yeah, we'll probably cross paths once or twice. <laughs> I'll make sure to talk to you every day because you're nice. Oh boy. 
All right. And I turn around and walk away. <laughs> okay. He, start, he just goes back to looking at the big ships coming and going. So, probably do, do you relay the conversation to us? Or? Oh, I'm just walking around the ship right now. Alright, I'm gonna go over to you. I'm gonna ask what's up with our gnome friend over there. Well, his name is Perry and uh, a lot of other stuff, but he just told me to call him Perry. Uh, he's pretty nice and uh, uh, he's going, you know. Uh, where we're going, and then he's going over to Neverwinter, and then he lied a lot, so he didn't tell me the truth, but he did, He couldn't come up with a better story. Uh, I asked him to, but he wouldn't, so. Strange, isn't Neverwinter on the way to Waterdeep? Oh, well, you know, he was getting confused, and uh, I, I know people like that. He, he's anxious, and he's hiding something. Mm, interesting. But he's super nice. I'm going to talk to him every day. Yes, do that. See if we can find more out, because it seems awfully suspicious. Yeah, I really want to know what his favorite color is. Uh, I just forgot to ask. <laughs> Probably green. Moving on. Let's see. So the gnome's still the only passenger up on deck? Yeah, for now, everybody else has sort of stayed below deck. The crew is... You guys are about to get out of the harbor. What was that? How well am I getting along with the crew? Oh. So basically, all you're doing is really just sort of watching and sort of checking out like what's going on and sort of keeping an eye out so i i would say like that's probably going to be your what, what you should do for the first day or so but there are a couple of guys who are like they're they're more willing to to help you learn and stuff so if you look curious and you stand around long enough they're more than likely to just sort of give you a heads up on stuff like hey this is you know this is how you tie this knot and da 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 so uh, Lady Bianca, what's what's she up to right now? Right now, all she's doing is sort of keeping an eye out, just sort of guiding the ship out a little bit. But everybody sort of knows what they're doing. I mean, once you guys sort of stand around, keeping an eye out on everybody, and you guys eventually leave out of the harbor, and the sun is slowly—it's almost about to start setting over in the west. I'm gonna approach Lady Bianca and say, Lady Bianca, I yeah. have a question for you. Right, yeah, go ahead. What do you know of uh, one of your passengers, this, uh, obviously, giant helmet, but no here? Yeah, uh, so he's he's still at the front of the bow, and you guys are more closer to the stern. That means the back. So I'm going to say, what do you know of this gnome passenger, Perry? Oh, Perry? Yeah, here's the deal. I know you guys are adventuring guild, probably fresh out from what you look like. I don't care what happened in their lives. I don't care what they do on my ship, as long as they don't harm me or the crew. They've got the coin, they've got a ride. That's how I do it. Fair enough. Yep. Still, preventative measures are always the first step to security of any voyage. Well, why do you think I'd have hired you? This is a fine point you make. Still, let me know if you notice anything strange about him. His stories he's giving, from what Carly tells me, are a bit strange. What kind of stories? Well, supposedly, if you can't decide whether he's going to Neverwinter or Waterdeep. Well, we're going and, to Waterdeep. Right, right, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is Neverwinter not on the way to Waterdeep? It is and it isn't. We don't stop in there. Right, right. And it seems it would be counterintuitive if you're going to Neverwinter to go to Waterdeep and then back. Well, it depends. If he couldn't find passage, you know, to Neverwinter, he might have had to go down to Waterdeep and then find passage back up. Or he could have family down in Waterdeep. Or he could be a murderous villain who wants to slit all of our throats while we're sleeping and get away with the boat. Either way, yes, well, that's up to you to defend. This last possibility is what I'm worried about. Anyways, carry on. Oh, oh, you're telling me to carry on on my own boat. My own <laughs> ship, you're telling me to carry on. How about you, you carry on and I'll, I'll, I'll just go ahead and do my thing. Yeah, would you? She sort of walk. scowls at you, yeah. <laughs> Maybe just walk away from that one. Flash her smile. <laughs> walk away. Lady Bianca didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are just sort of milling about, and as it gets a little bit darker and, and the boat begins to really set under sail and it's out of the harbor and you guys are on a straight shot, so to speak, the sky itself is very clear. The stars are beginning to come out as the 
the sun sets a little bit more and more and you notice the the crew relaxes quite a bit once they get out of the harbor and they get gone a couple of them are playing a card game over off to the side off to the on the starboard side there's a couple of them just sort of having a drink and just sort of BSing. The half-elves have come up out of their rooms and they are talking amongst each other and sort of holding each other a little bit close and, you know, it looks a little romantic. And then there is the human man. He is wearing the white tabard with a gold trim. He's He's got his tabard and he's got his tabard. And he's walking around with his tabard. No, he's wearing that. And he's standing on the bow sort of where Harid once was, who has now gone under the deck as of now and everybody's sort of just sort of hanging out and it's a very quiet still night the winds are carrying you southward billy has been running all over the place and is just now starting to slow down with the goliath catching up lady bianca walks over to you rain and what are you what are you guys doing other so are you guys sort of still hanging out on board are you guys sort of teaching people how to play dragon chess dragon chess Okay, we will definitely get to that. <laughs> so Lady Bianca walks over to Urain and she sort of comes up and she says, Right, you guys getting settled in there? No, oh, everything looks great. I, I'm sorry if my companions are a little off, but adventurers are definitely not right in the head to start with. <laughs> yeah, you would have to be if uh, you're joining the adventuring guild, but that's neither here nor there, you know? We're used to our fair share of little oddballs. If you sort of look around, and as you do, you notice individuals from all sorts of different races and backgrounds and everything. And she says, I, I take it you met my uh, daughter, Philomena. Yeah, she, uh, she got me. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she likes to do that to new passengers and everything. She really likes to scare people, but it looks like you got the better of her. At least that's what Watermelon Head says. Watermelon Head? Oh, yeah, my first mate, Watermelon Head. That's the Goliath over there. He does have a real name given to him by his, his tribe, but Philomena just calls him Watermelon Head, and he won't let anybody else call him anything else. He doesn't answer to anything, so I don't even remember what his real name is. It's just Watermelon Head. And he <laughs> responds to it, either that or WH. I broke, don't fix it right. That's about it. That's right. And, you know, we, we all get a big kick out of it, and, and he doesn't seem to mind, and Lord knows she doesn't. So I, I do have to apologize. I hope she didn't give you too much of a fright. Oh, no. I'm used to kids. Oh, you got some yourself? No, I come from a very large family. Ah, well, Very large. most half-elves do. I, I have 30 sisters. Okay, that's a little bit more than <laughs> more than we're used to, but, you know, birthdays must be a bitch. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Right on. Well, you know, I, I, I was a little gruff with your dragonborn friend before, but, you know, I just know he's trying to do his job, so as long as he does his job and you guys sort of, you know, carry on. I usually don't have too many problems with my passengers, and I don't expect we should in the future but you know just keep an eye out like y'all doing so weird I'd, I'd learn a couple of new trade skills stuck on a boat for two weeks well you know they're stuck on a boat and then there's free on the ocean whichever one suits your fancy but yeah the, the boys around here be more than happy to show you a few things as long as you're not in the way and i haven't decided if it's stuck on a boat or free on the ocean things tried to eat me yet so <laughs> see how it goes you know, just keep your eyes and ears about you. You'll be all right. So, all right. Well, you guys keep up the good work, and I'm going to go ahead and head on to bed now. So, lots to do tomorrow. Lots to do. So, and she gives you a short little bow and, and walks away and, and sort of motions to Philomena, who runs over and scrambles up her back onto her shoulder. And Watermelon Head, as he is now known, sort of escorts them into the captain's cabin, which is just sitting just past that door off to the left there's the captain's cabin he escorts him in there and then comes back out and he just sort of is off to the side watching the going-ons of the of the ship i think i walk okay, up um, to the group at this point oh hey, hey guys what were we talking about just chatting with the captain oh so i think we should do a rotation one of us up on deck at all times can easily stay out of the way of the crew just someone up here just in case something goes wrong there's always someone on hand. Smart idea. Right, sounds good to me. Have you all had a chance to interact with all the passengers yet? Well, well I talked to uh, everybody about the human I've... so far. That's what I was thinking. I haven't heard. Heads on tails, and I keep it over there. Shall we strike up a conversation? 
We should do it together. All, all four of us. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I think it's better when oh, we have a group right. talk. You guys do that. I'm gonna go grab a quick cat now since I need a shorter rest than the rest of you. I'll take the next watch as soon as you guys come down. Sweet dreams. Sounds good. Yeah, you have a good so coffee I'm actually, night. I'm actually gonna head to the cabin, mm -hmm. take a rest while they interact with the crew. That way I can take watch when they're done. Okay. I'll let Philly get you again. <laughs> so, let's go first to human, I guess. Yep. So. Alright, so he's, uh, from what you can tell, he's, he's pretty skinny. He's got brown hair that's slowly turning to gray. The white tabard with gold trim, like I said. And he is just sort of leaning on his elbows and, and watching the waves and the few, very few scattered clouds in the sky sort of go past. And the moon itself is extremely bright up in the night air. And every once in a while, I'm sort of glancing up to that. I'm going to walk up and kind of like rest my arm like over the side too, like he's doing. I'm just going to say, you seem quite deep in thought, my friend. Oh, deep in thought and... Just enjoying a bit of peace for once. It's hard to come by sometimes. It is. Yep, that's when I walk out. Hello. Uh, Hello there, there my friend. You look nice. I, I like your clothes. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and I, I do enjoy the clothing you've got on as well. It's very, very fitting for you, sir. Oh, you like my vest? Yeah, I think it's pretty sweet. And I twirl around. It is. <laughs> It is, and I think it looks very accommodating on you, uh, Sir Genasi. That was very nice of you. You're, you're cool. You're nice. I thank you. That's very nice to say. <laughs> I'll walk up at some point in this and just say, uh, so who's this bug over here then? Um, oh yeah, we did get your name. Oh, my name is Willis Carrington. Oh, That's nice right. to meet you, Willis. Nice to meet you too, young Shadow Master. Tell me, Willis, what brings you on this ship with us? Oh, I'm sure Lady Fate brought me here soon enough, but actually I'm on a mission myself. Good mission is never a bad thing. Very true. Uh, would you guys, would, would you gentlemen uh, enjoy uh, splitting a, a small bottle of wine with me? Aye. Sounds bloody oh, yeah. brilliant to me. Okay. Yeah, we, we like wine. Our, our friend over here is pretty good at whiskey, so maybe a change-up would be good for him. <laughs> well, I wink at Allegraph. <laughs> And Willis reaches into his tavern and he pulls out. It's it's a bottle, but it's a small bottle, you know. And and he has his own sort of. It's like a, a, a travel mug that looks like it could collapse, and it's made out of leather. And he says, "Well, I've got I've got my own mug. Does do you gentlemen have something I can pull this into for you? No, no offense, but I, I I usually don't share just a bottle. But if if not, that's fine. It's it's not a big deal. Oh well, yeah, a little flask. I pull out my water skin mm -hmm. and empty water out of it. I'll probably do the same. I'm pouring you know, a flask of whiskey back into a gallon jug. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of chuckles at that. <laughs> yes, you do seem to be good on whiskey. Well, here you go, and he, he pours each of you sort of a drink, and, and you guys sort of take the drink, and it's it's very, it's it's fruity, but it's rich, and goes down quite well. And he sort of sits there and... and why don't, why, don't, why don't we take a seat on, on a few of these barrels here? And you notice there's you know barrels up against the, the side of the of the uh, the railing, and, and he sits down. And you guys sort of sit together, and he says, "Well, so I'm actually a Templar with the Temple of Lathander, and I I know Templar sounds very scary, but in all reality, it's just I just simply try to spread the message of of Lathander. Have, have you gentlemen heard of of his word? Oh no, I, I haven't." Can I uh, roll religion to see if I know about him? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, roll me a religion check. It's going to be a 14. Yeah, you have. He's Religion is, is essentially free in Faerun, and you know anybody can worship anybody else, and he's, he's a fairly popular god. He is the god of birth and renewal. Uh, yes. We were calling him for the Thunder. Oh, fantastic. Studies. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so you've, you've done a little uh, studying of the gods yourself, have, have you now? A fair bit, yes. Oh, excellent. Uh, and if you don't mind me asking, not to pry too much, do you have your own deity that you uh, sort of worship? I do, I do. I'm not sure if you'd have heard of him. It would be Lendis. He's, yes, absolutely. The god of harsh justice, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, I can see you're cultured as well. Well, <laughs> one has to be when choosing a new life, that's for sure. Ah, uh, indeed. Yes. A, new, a new life, you say? Oh, you know, the old one was 
not really working out as it was. I, you know, I, I, I enjoy telling my story uh, because I, I feel like it, it helps others, you know, tell and learn theirs. Would you gentlemen indulge me in a little bit, if, if you don't mind? Regalus, please. Oh yeah, I, I like stories, but I, I tend to uh, interrupt a bit, so... Are you okay with that? Oh, that's fine. Ask questions, and if you need to get up, just simply leave. That's okay by me. You know, I just I, I want to sort of tell you how I sort of came to Lithander, if that's okay. I'd love to hear it. And, and what do yeah, you... Yeah, I'll just flop down on okay. the barrel. Gotcha. I get closer to him. Well, un unfortunately... You know, I, I wasn't quite the you know gentleman that you see in front of you. I, I was a disgraceful thief, unfortunately, and and you know that was my nature. Say. Yes, uh, a thief. I wasn't quite good, else I would have been able to retire off of it. But there was a time that I was I was robbing this one place, and and I can still see it. It's just a small house, with shutters closed, and, and no lights on, and I I crawled through a window. I was able to get it open. I was very good at that, but as I was rummaging around what looked to be, you know, the, the family or the house's treasure chest, a noise startled me from behind, and I, I took my knife, and I turned, and, and it sunk into the chest of this poor soul. And I, I, I'm not a murderer by trade, you know? I'm not a sellsword. I was just simply a thief. I didn't want to take life. I just wanted to simply take what I needed and I, I, I can't say that I was good heart or anything at this point but you know I was trying but with the murder of this man weighing on my soul I, I, I left in disgrace and fear I, I fled I didn't know what else to do and I just like the next few weeks are a blur but I just remember myself waking up on hay and 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 cloth over me and, and I was in this room that I was sure was a dungeon but in walked these two gentlemen and they told me that they were with the temple of Lathander and that they had found me near the doorstep pretty much an inch from death itself and they sort of nursed me back to health and guided me and and eventually I myself became a Templar of Lathander and I was I was so happy to finally find a place that I could sort of let my guilt go. The only problem is, is I never could. And so the leader of our order called me into his room one day and he said, Willis, you have to go. I said, Master, what do you mean? Go, go where? And he said, go seek forgiveness. And so that's where I'm on my way to now is, is to Waterdeep. And hopefully I can charter a, a ship or not even a ship, but just like a vessel to take me down to Daggerford. That is where I murdered that poor man. I don't know if he had any family. I don't know if, if, he, if, if he had anybody who knew of him, friends or anything. I didn't know anything about him, but I'm going down there to try and find out if he had any family or friends and beg their forgiveness and hopefully, hopefully just gain a little peace of mind. Even even if they need to kill me for it, I'd rather die than have this guilt weighing on me. So that's that's my journey. That's a heavy oh. weight to bear, mate. It's, yeah. it's not a light one. And I, I hope and I pray that I can, you know, just pay some reparations. And that's why I've sort of taken on this, this tabard and, and tried to spread the good word of Lathander. And, you know, he is a very noble god. And anybody who goes through pain or, or anything can always be reborn redone if they need to be you can only be w born once uh, so <laughs> yeah maybe in the physical sense my young friend but in the spiritual sense anybody can be reborn a number of times i'm not one to oh. say what's right for you this that or the other but for me lathander was a godsend well that, that's a sad story i stole from people before and i shouldn't have they didn't deserve it and so I decided that, you know what, I would do, I'd do what they would do. And this one person would always gave, and he was going to give all, all this gold away, and I stole it. So now I just give to people that, you know, think, think they like it. My, my friend Oliver here likes money, so, so he, he gets money. Yeah, if they want it, you know, they can have it. We all have fires in our past. 
phoenix must burn to emerge from the ashes. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. I know a better this... way to put it, mate. Now, enough of this sad jib. Does anybody know a song they'd like to sing to sort of wallow away? Eh? eh? Well, I think Carly knows one. <laughs> we, had a, we had fun at a tavern. We, we killed it. Oh, did you know? Uh, did you have a song that you wanted to sing for me? Well, it, it was, uh, what, what would you do with a drunken singer? You know, I know that one. It's pretty good. So you've heard it before? You know, ship and whatnot. No, well, I'm sure some of these guys know a song, but I might actually have one. Would you like to hear? It's a traveling song. It's not too long. <laughs> <laughs> Upon the like hearth, the fire is red. Beneath the roof, there is a bed. But not yet weary are our feet. Still round the corner we may meet. A sudden tree or standing stone that none have seen but we alone. Tree and flower and leaf and grass. Let them pass, let them pass. Hill and water under sky. Pass them by, pass them by. Well, you know, I'm not no real singer. I'm just a clear it, but you know, it's ah, you're it's a decent oh, I, song. I, I'm, yeah. I'm oh, 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 that was good. And he is sitting, but he he does take a little like half bow, like oh, thank you. <laughs> Singing does. That's what music does for you. I'm glad to have it. So, anyways, gentlemen, I think that's that's all for my evening. I'm, I think I'm going to go ahead and, and head off to bed and sleep as I can, you know. Not too fond of boats, but I think I'm going to head off for bed now. Think nothing of it, mate. Boat rocks It was nice meeting you, Willis. It's nice meeting you, too. I'm sorry I didn't even get any of y'all's names. Oh, I'm Carly. Carly? Oliver. Oliver? Alagrax. And, and, and your, your other friend there, the half-elf, his name? Oh. Uh, I think he's zoning out at the moment, but uh, that, that's Rain. Rain went to sleep, Rain? so... No, yeah, yeah he Rain's went to sleep. Rain's not there. <laughs> <laughs> Rain's not there. Well, he is zoning out. <laughs> <laughs> he is zoning out, because he's a half-elf and he does the... Anyways. Okay, Rain, excellent. Well, anyways, off to bed for me. We'll see much more of each other over the next couple of weeks I'm sure so enjoy the wine and he uh, he leaves the bottle and and heads off to bed he goes to the door and, and walks down the stairs so yeah yeah he's he's also hiding a little something but he's pretty genuine I think he's hiding something well everybody's always hiding something ain't that the truth yup <laughs> I think the last group we've yet to truly acquaint ourselves with is those uh, lovely elves over there. Well, I tried to talk to them before. Well, I did talk at them, but they, they seemed to have something better to do and would always walk away. Let's see if we can figure out. Yeah, I think we should ambush them. Why they're... <laughs> <laughs> I like the way they had that coming. We should see why they're going to water deep. Oh, yeah, I, I think I should go up to them and just, you know have a catastrophe on their hands, I don't know, maybe drop something in front of them, maybe spill it on their feet so they can't move. Then they'll talk to me a little bit, maybe. Golly, I, I love the methods of... Just, I love your methods, but... Yeah, perhaps, yeah half the time I, I do it on purpose, but half I actually don't. Perhaps simply speaking with them will suffice. Oh, alright. Are they, are they still on deck? Yeah. They are. They're on basically the other side, about midway back, just sort of standing and, and sort of holding each other a little close and, and staring out into the water. I suppose we should approach. All right, I, I walk ahead, of course. Well, hello again. I, I'm Carly again, if you didn't remember. I'm going to try to talk to you, but you've been very busy. <laughs> and and as, as you approach, the lady elf sort of looks back and you see her wipe her eye. Uh, uh, what do you want? Uh, Are you okay? I, uh... I'm, I'm fine! Uh, listening. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I, I could take that. But if you need to talk, I'm here. I don't need to talk to you. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm kind of tall. It's a little intimidating to some people. And she, she doesn't really say anything. She just sort of looks back. And... I'm going to walk up in the middle of this and be like, Excuse my friend's bluntness. I simply wish to know what else you want. Yes, well, it's none of his business, is it? <laughs> none of his business. And she just sort of wipe a couple more tears away. She says, it's, it's private business, and I, I won't have anybody just meddling in it. Oh, very well, then. Bygones be bygones. Tell me, 
What's bringing you in the path of Waterdeep? <laughs> Nosy little monsters, aren't you? <laughs> Monster, am I? Absolutely. Tell me, madam. You seem to carry yourself quite highly. Are you of nobility? Not that it's any business of yours, but yes, I am. Ah, then perhaps if you're properly educated. And I, I start to pull out a little signet ring hanging from around a necklace on my chest. Perhaps you're familiar with the significance of the Dardendrian plan. <sighs> I know of them. Yes. Indeed. And you'd know that they don't, uh, don't respond exactly favorably to a haughty attitude. Well, I don't respond to prying in the middle of the night when I'm just trying to stand here and enjoy time with my husband. And we don't wish to interrupt you for long. And yet simply, you have. It is simply our responsibility to ensure the safety of this voyage. And to that end, we'd like to know, what is your end goal here? Why, what brings you to Waterdeep? My end goal is to get to Waterdeep and my purpose is on my own. Excuse me. And she walks off in a huff. <laughs> she just huffs her way. And um, the uh, male half-elf sort of watches her go, and he's got a smile on his face, but his eyes are a little sad. Uh, oh, we're sorry. It's we, okay. We didn't, we no. didn't really mean anything. I, I just wanted to make her happy. You'll have to excuse her. It's, 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 it's a bit private, but we've run into a little bit of bad luck. And so she's just having a really tough day. So if if you don't mind, I'm I'm also going to, to head to bed and, and and take care of Mumsy there. If you don't mind, I'm, I'm, my name is 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 Berkston Rutherford. By the way, I don't mean to be rude. It's just we've had a, a very long few weeks, and, and hopefully this trip will turn stuff around for us. Yeah, well, well, my apologies for my forward nature. It's okay. It's absolutely okay. And and I do recognize the Dardendrian clan, and I must say that I've met a few of your relatives at a couple of mixes, if I do say so myself, which I will, and I have. <laughs> wonderful people. Absolutely wonderful people. Well, I beg to differ, but <laughs> thank you, kindly. Not at all, not at all. You, you gentlemen have a lovely evening, and I, I understand you've been hired uh, as, as security, is that correct? Yes, indeed. Well, I will rest easy tonight, knowing you're on board. Thank you. And please have a good evening. You as well. Have a good sleep. He gives a little half wave and, and continues and heads down underneath the uh, deck. And it's basically just sort of you guys and a very, like a skeleton crew, just like two or three people. One's keeping a lookout in the crow's nest all the way at the top. Uh, another one is at the um, wheelie steely thing. Uh, the, <laughs> Come on, man. The, the, the helm. He's he's at the helm, and then there's another one that's just sort of checking ropes, sort of walking around checking ropes, and just sort of hanging out. But it's a it's doing a cool watch stuff. It's a cool calm night. Yeah, just doing watch stuff. You know, it's a very cool and calm night. There doesn't appear to be any clouds, other than a few scattered off to the east, and that sort of yeah. All right. Well, well, I think I gotta get a little bit of sleep, and, yeah, and I'll I'll take my turn. You just wake me up when you need me. I suppose we should go wake up Rain. It's been a couple hours since you sort of met Willis and, and had a, a you know brief conversation with him and, and then sort of worked around to talking to the half-elves and everything like that. So. Dude, yeah. I think it's, it's time for bed then. Right. All right, All right well, well, good night. You uh, you guys have fun in your bunk together because you're, you, you need the cool guy next to you, I guess, right? We get all of her. <laughs> <laughs> Carly, could you make sure that rain's up for a shift? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm pretty good at waking people up. I don't doubt that. <laughs> Carly, All let's right, I... the hay this time. Oh, that's for special. Get there. I'm, I'm, I'm up by the time he gets there. I already ready to go up on deck for my watch. Okay. So yeah. So you guys are off to bed, and rain. You are up by yourself. It is middle of the night. Maybe a little bit later, from what you can tell. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. So that is going to be a solid nine. Solid nine. All right. You are just hanging out on the boat. I don't see shit. You don't see anything. Man. It's very, it's a very calm and peaceful evening. 
the guy who's sort of walking around. They've traded places and, and traded people out. He walks over to you and he nudges you with his elbow and he goes, Hey, look at that. And you look out and there is a pod of dolphins about 200 meters out. And they're all just sort of jumping and following your ship. And he goes, you know, you know, they uh, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, they'll follow us all the way down and all the way back. You know, from Waterdeep to Luskin, Luskin to Waterdeep, and then, you know, it's a beautiful sight every time. I get tears in my eyes just, just thinking about it. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Always this clear at night. No, sometimes it's, it's you know, we get we get storms, you know, depending on the season. Big, heavy thunder clouds, but, you know, all we got is those little ones over there. So, we'll be alright uh, for the evening. You want to learn how to tie a knot? Sure. Okay. Hit. And so he takes you over to like one of the ropes, and you know it's tied up, and he sort of shows you goes in, uh, it goes in that hole, and then right around, and then you loop it, you whip it around there, and straight back through the first hole, and then you cinch it tight, and it's you get it, you get it tight, right? You get it, and then it's tight, and then it won't come undone unless you pull it right here, but don't pull it right there, because then the sail is going to flip around, so so you can uh, just you tight, just right there tight. I, I imitate his actions, tie myself a knot. Yeah, it's not very good, but, you know, it, it takes practice. I've been on the sea, well, uh, 47, no, just three years. And, um, you know, it, it's, it takes time, you know, to get it right. But you get it right, and, um, you know. And so you spend the evening just sort of with this guy, just sort of talking to him a couple of times. And, you know, he shows you a couple of things, and you guys practice knots, and he'll, he'll point out, like, weather patterns to you. Not that there's really many to see it night and he'll he's pointing out like navigation stars and everything but most importantly showing you these different rope techniques and everything and so why don't you go ahead and add a plus one to any sleight of hand check or dex check that deals with ropes so type that up in your character sheet somewhere hey everyone mike again just wanted to thank you all for listening to the last nerds on earth podcast uh we are on twitter at last nerds earth and Facebook, Instagram, and Reddit as Last Nerds on Earth. If you like what we do and would like to support us, we are on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Earth. You'll gain access to bonus content, a chance at a shout-out, a chance to play a one-shot with us, and much, much more. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you in two weeks.